Hello and welcome to Romancing Our Stones, your survival guide to pop media and culture your girlfriend will likely drag you into. This is Alex. And I am Matt. And you brought in something a little bit special, a little bit different today. What'd you bring? Yeah, I, we, we usually do IPAs, so I thought I would do uh, Euphoria Pale Ale by Ska Brewing out of Durango, Colorado. I'm not entirely sure where that is. I think that's south of us. Um, but yeah, it's Durango six, South. 6.2%. Yeah. And uh, I've actually never had this, so this is gonna, should be lighter and nice. delicious. So. Let's see. So we're doing Listen to Your Heart, episode five. And most Bachelor seasons are 10 episodes. This is only a six-episode series. I was kind of shocked by that. Yeah. yeah, today we will go through the, essentially, the semifinals. Yeah. Right? I mean, this is a good there's time. more than two, two couples at the end of this, but uh, really, we're getting into the finals for next episode, so... Let's tell you how they get there, but more importantly, get into how much of a sleep aid this episode would be. You know, I'm getting frustrated by this whole thing because this show does not reward the best singers. And, you know, what happened at the end of this episode, I mean, I'm just going to jump right into it. They sent Natasha and Ryan home, and they are the most one of the most talented groups there, and they decided to take a risk and, you know disjointed as it may have been. She made an error. She owns up to it. Yeah. Well, unlike Julia, where Julia's like, Brandon, we made it his show. It's like, yeah. they were trying to work with each other, but I mean, they took a risk and you gotta, you know, I didn't, can't say I liked the rendition of the song. But, I did not like it though. But, it, it, it was definitely different. They definitely took a whole new spin on it. I kind of, I kind of like the Latin groove type of approach they took to the song. It was, it was neat. Different. It was neat. But then you have like Jamie and Ryan who just to kiss, like, and it was, not good. Well, and like the token move to use to show that like you're connected is face like rub. caressing the face. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, I'm yeah. glad you noticed that. Because I'm sitting there going like, and that's going to be like, oh, they really feel for each other. Like, oh my. It looked right, like, Ari. It go, looked go, like he had mustard on his cheek and she kept trying to get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's love or whatnot. I mean, there's a quote earlier after. I mean, I, I know we're jumping right to the end here, but. <laughs> Like literally the beginning. Wait, 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 let's talk about why are we jumping to okay. the end? We're jumping to the end because the first hour was nothing. And then you get right into the competition, which is really the only part worth watching of the episode. Yeah. Well, I then, you know, like rubbing faces and just sharing a mic. So like Lauren Bushnell was like, you shared a mic. You're in love. Yeah. It's like, oh gosh. You looked at each other and that made me think that you guys were together. So anyway, sorry. Talk, go back to your quote. I didn't want to interrupt, but for those listening... Why are we just jumping to the end? Well, because, okay, so the episode starts, you know, Brandon and Julia just left. And all of a sudden, Jamie's, like, all up in Natasha's face. Like, you know, like, I don't want to focus on her. I'm like, you should probably focus on your singing, girl. Yeah. Because. You focus on your tempo and to carry a tune. There was a lot of overlay this episode of Jamie and Trevor singing, like, practicing, which they were playing over the footage. It was once again. It was so bad. It was once again the Jamie and Trevor show, which, again, that first hour, which, I mean. I confess to you, I was like, I was trying to take notes. I literally came back to being like, oh, wait, I forgot. I got to take notes on this. But nothing was ha- nothing was worthwhile taking notes on. The, first the fix was seriously in because you look at, like, the dates that were planned. Mm-hmm. And Natasha and Ryan, what I, in my opinion, had the funnest date. Crushing most cars. Fun by crushing cars. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, they rented out an entire arena for Jamie and Trevor. 
Yeah, the whole T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. And then you have, and this and this is like their fourth date. I don't even. I mean, it's Jamie's like sixth date in like six freaking episodes. Sorry, but like, and you know, you the other other episode. people like saw Shaggy in concert. Not that hard or expensive to get Shaggy to do anything mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. Although when I did go to Jamaica, um, he he's a god there. Is he? It's insane. They love Shaggy. It wasn't me. Shaggy and Sean. <laughs> <laughs> but I caught you in Jamaica. It um, wasn't me. But uh, I don't know. It's just they went all out for Trevor and Jamie. And it was kind of a cool day. I was I found myself looking like at the arena and be like, whoa, what's in the background there? Can I see the ducks pennant hanging? Right. Um, <laughs> like, oh, there's the hotels up there. Oh, oh, cool. Like I had no interest in talking about what they were no. talking about. No, I was more, I was more intrigued by like, Oh, let's see what the stadium looks like empty. I'm like, oh, that's where they do. Like, they do like the ring the bell thing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they do a lot of like their pregame is it, it is Vegas. It's like a Vegas it's show. Such a cool show to watch the pregame at, uh, when you're watching hockey. Well, so I was geeking out more of that side. So was I. I was looking around. I could give two craps. Although I was paying attention to the fact that Trevor can skate. Trevor, can, you know, he played hockey, so he knows his way around some skates. But yeah, did you? That's hear, the only admirable quality I found in him so far. Did you season. hear Jamie? Where he's like. He's like, I used to play ice hockey. And she's like, why are you good at everything? <laughs> I'm like, he's not. Because she, she's 19 or whatever. She is barely 20. I don't know. I wonder how many takes that wrist shot took to get into the net. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, oh. But even, even the whole thing with that date. Well, the funniest part about this whole episode, and we'll go back to it, but this was finished up with their date. Mm-hmm. The cameraman had that perfect angle for when they said, he, I love you to each other. When they set up the little uh, like booth with, in the, or like the little like no when they're at, when they're at mid ice and they're holding hand in hand and there's a oh. camera angle at a forty five degree angle from the, from up. the up into the rafters you can see the pictures that's when I was like where's the where's the ducks pennant I want to find it um, <laughs> but I'm like it's all super staged and oh yeah this whole episode was literally like unless the guy commits first to telling me I'm in love then then he's in love then it's you know not worth it. I mean, I think Matt was, Matt was realistic where he was like, you know, Rudy said that I've she loved him a couple weeks. Yeah. And he's like, like, I, I'm not ready to do that. And then Rudy is a basket case. Oh gosh. Well, like you said, like a couple episodes ago, weren't you like, we're, you know, we're only a couple events away from her going like full mental. <laughs> and she almost did it to do like, if I don't hear this before the performance, I don't know how we're going to do this. It's like pump the brakes, yeah. you know, it will come over time. And uh, so, okay. So my the point I was trying to make though, is that they were all in, they're all like, I can't say this without him saying it back. Realistically, you can tell someone that you love them and it shouldn't matter how they respond. You know, if anything, isn't it like just the, the, the golden rule of communication would be like, I'm not expecting an answer unless you're feeling the same way, which in that case I would love to hear. But I just want to let you know, like I'm at that stage where I am falling in love with you or I love you. No pressure to be there yet. I just want you to know where I stand in this yeah, relationship. That's how the conversation how it, should be. Well, yeah. And if they're like not ready, then okay. And yeah. but if they're like, I like you and I'm committed to you right now. Um, and I looked up the difference between falling in love versus being in love. Mm-hmm. And they said fall because I see is it I your think, truth or whose truth is it? <laughs> Matt, <remember> Matt <laughs> said that. Matt said thank you. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said down. yeah, thank you. That was well. First of all, his response also was terrible because he was oh, like, "You're courageous for speaking your truth, and I appreciate that." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're very courageous for speaking your truth, and I appreciate that. So, <laughs> I, I I get it, but I at the same time, it's you know, falling in love. I feel like it's super non-committal. It's like, yeah. I, I'm starting to fall in love with you. Yeah. 
or I think I'm falling in love with you, like super non-committal, but falling in love means creating space for someone in your own life where being in love means loving they them. They are a part of your life. Part of your life and you're going to love them for good or for bad. So that's according to Google. Do you agree with that? So falling in like, hmm. I would just prefer that people would say I'm creating space in my heart for you right now. <laughs> Way more practical. Like I've cleaned out the old baggage. Yeah. Got rid of that. And now that space is open. I want you to fill it potentially. Not I'm falling. Cause again, falling in love with you. You're using the L word. You're like, it's like, Oh, she's falling in love with me. Like Mm -hmm. she's just cleared out the closet. Hopefully what? Yeah. But that's the thing too, is I feel like people that say that don't even know that that's, I would argue that's probably an accurate description of what falling in love should be. Yeah. How many people actually know that when they say that? Two percent? I don't. I don't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. It's like I'm thinking I'm starting to get hungry. <laughs> Doesn't I'm mean you're thinking gonna eat. I'm going to be hungry in thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> starting to get hungry. Um, <laughs> it doesn't mean that. Like it means nothing. It's like if you're saying I'm hungry, that's different than saying. Like I said, it's super non. I'm thinking I'm starting to get hungry. Well, and you're using non-direct action verbs. I'm thinking about. I'm starting to fall. It's like. No, you either, our relationship is growing and I'm getting to a place where I think I can see myself loving you is I think what people should say falling, like falling in love with you. I feel like it's like the, the lame passive bridge thing to make sure that the relationship is still going the direction you want it to yeah. without, without be, there being any kind of like time pressure about being in love. Yeah. Which is just let it flow until you guys actually feel those feelings. But, I'm uh, sure that I'm sure that I'm married. What do I know? Yeah. <laughs> idiot. Um, no, I, you think that this time puts pressure on you maybe doing grandiose things makes you feel like it's realistic, but at the same time, I mean, so you know, Chris Harrison, the monkey on everybody's back being like, are you in love yet? Or are the, we got to cut you Oh, right, right in the front. I mean, so he came in, he said, we're changing pace. And he's like, everyone, and all of a sudden Rudy starts crying. Like, without even knowing what it is. And then Trevor's getting all, like, concerned as well. Um, And he comes in, he makes Bree and Chris talk about their feelings. You said, I love you on stage. Explain what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Um, How did that go? Yeah, but then Chris Harrison came in and said, there's a massive change coming this week. And he's like, it is cheaper to film this show in Nevada. So we are getting on a bus, and we are going to Las Vegas. And then Jamie starts jumping around like a 21-year-old girl. And jumping on people. It's, it was the equivalent of girls jumping on the bed when they get to a new hotel or going into the same shower like they did during that season of... And I'm, and I'm sorry, like, earlier in the episode, too, like, when, they're st- when she was still focusing on, and quote-unquote kind of still is focusing on Natasha, she's, like, she's focusing on her. She's, like, ah, she's kind of a schemer. Like, I'm keeping my watch on her. And I'm like, good, because that's what you should be doing, focusing on her and not focusing on the fact that you suck as a singer right now. Oh, yeah. And... You're, you don't have a whole lot to offer and you don't like performing in front of people. Like, and then she gets to the point where she gets on this bus and then is like, Oh, this is my dream. I'm like, really? Cause you haven't acted like it for the last five performances. <laughs> You've been scared shitless. I'm just a little girl that sings in the shower. Like, and I get nerves. Like I get nerves. Like, you, like here's the thing is you can see everybody gets nervous before they jump on that stage. But you can tell there's still that like that glimmer in their eye that's like I was I was made to do this. Yeah. Right. Like they own the fear and they go let's go for it. She she does the whole squat thing which Rudy did this episode. I don't know if you caught that. Oh Rudy yeah. Did the squat when thing they were, once. when they were doing that. Yeah, I saw that right before they stepped on stage. Which I'll tell you this: the fact that 
they made it through that round because they still crushed their performance despite all the drama. Yeah. Those two can put on a show. If they don't win this, which Tour honestly, together. they freaking should at this point. Be the white stripes. Fuck it. Seriously, like get together and be like, yeah, like whether this turns into a relationship or not, we freaking crush it together. Yeah, even Let's, the white stripes were married. That's beside my point. They got divorced and they still played music together. So they were black and white stripes after that. They were separated. <laughs> there weren't the black keys. They were the white stripes. Black keys. Um, Those are dudes. You know what was really funny though? Like along with that point, Chris is like, you know, traveling together is a make or break situation for a relationship. To the test for the relationship. It's a four hour drive from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. <laughs> I know. It is a four hour drive. And that is something that Chris mentioned after the fact, but they're like, what did you do on the drive? Uh, we watched movies. How? What movies did you watch? Which multiple movies? Were you watching Pixar shorts? Like, what are you talking about? It's, if you watched this, if you started this episode when you left Los Angeles, you would be more than halfway to Las Vegas by the time the episode, episode was over. Yep. I was just shaking my head. It's a four-hour drive. You know, like, I just love how, like, different people travel, and they're like, and Rudy's like, we need to sit down and chit-chat. I'm like, no. And I love how Ryan's just, like, looking at clouds as he's driving. It's, <laughs> and, like, it's so beautiful. Well, I, well, yeah, I'm like, they're, like, which, which those of you that haven't made the drive from California, Southern California to Las Vegas. I've done it many du- times. It, yeah, it's, it's dunes. Yeah. It's dunes followed by dunes followed by a solar facility and a hill that leads right and down into state line, which you get, oh, your first sign of civilization. Or Buffalo Bills is the greatest place Buffalo in the Bills. entire Buffalo world. Buffalo Bills? Yeah, there's, That's oh, the I have coaster, so many. Right? They have roller coasters, a log ride. <laughs> they have blackjack where if you have matching suits, then you get a free hot dog. It is the best. We should, um, we should, do, we should do a state line trip. That's what we should do. I want to go back to Vegas once this corona goes away. You do want to go? I love Vegas. We need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go to Vegas a lot, living in Southern California. We'll bring our equipment. We'll do an episode. Yeah, fly from <laughs> Vegas. Expense that shit. <laughs> um, one of my favorite parts, though, is that there's a town on the way from SoCal to Vegas called Baker. Yes. It is, it is the home of the world's tallest thermometer. They didn't mm-hmm. mention that. Mm-hmm. But they were in Baker, and Matt says to Rudy, this is where people who hate the world live. And I started to die laughing because I'm like, Baker is like an, actually a cute little town mm-hmm. to drive through. They have alien jerky there. Did you? Yeah. Did you notice the uh, the facility they're walking out of was the local gas station, the truck yeah. stop? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I did notice that. <laughs> yeah. Was that terrible? Those are the Southern Californians recognize all of the landmarks in that episode when they're making their road trip. <laughs> well, I don't. I wanted to know where they were like. Well, they they showed a park where they were making a turn. I'm like, oh, there's the Zizix sign. Zizix, yep. Zizix, yeah. It's like X X Y Z Y Y Z Z X X. I think is what it is, or something like that. Everyone knows the Zizix sign if you're from SoCal. Yep. It takes that left bank and then you head straight into State Line. But yes, I know. I know it well. So. Uh, I, but traveling is the test of a relationship. We've watched movies and cuddled on the way here. Stop it. You didn't do any of that. Do you, yeah, like anybody's primary Spotify playlist has plenty of music for a trip to Vegas. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> Just yeah. for, yeah, for time. For those of you that don't understand the time trip, that four hour trip. And that's with traffic, by the way. I made that, I made that ride. And again, they're tour. I made it three hours and 15 minutes before. Yeah. So, with tour buses, I'm sure it'd take a solid four hours. But it's a road trip. If you guys can survive a road trip together, 
guys should be if you can't survive a four-hour drive then your relationship (laughs) is doomed so don't call that traveling together um and then they have not even driving yeah you're not no backseat driving taking place they're just chilling out you're not even wearing a seatbelt. you know it's like i don't know but i just like how like they had trevor and jamie singing over the background of that montage of them driving (laughs) and they just are so bad they're just not good I don't know. That's what. That's why I started off the show saying the most talented singers and the most artistically creative got booted. Where they just sang a karaoke version and she rubbed his face a lot. I mean, he probably has a burn or a callus from where she touched his yeah. face. No, and you're you're totally true because they did not deviate from that song at all. Like Brie and Chris, they deviated from that song, and it yeah. was fantastic. I they made it. Th- they made it great. I like the rendition. I just don't know if they're talented enough to like. Here's my opinion. If Matt and Rudy don't win this, fixed. Yep. And you know who will if they don't win? Trevor and freaking Jamie. I think they're going to win. Man. I know. That's why I think they've been focusing so much time on them from an editing standpoint, which is driving me nuts because they're not good. But anyways, we'll get on to this. Um, but yeah, so so far from what we know, because while they're on the road trip, Rudy and Matt's bus takes a little pit stop and they go to the this little spot where a bunch of like basically trash that's turned into art which yeah. is kind of cool it's a super cool spot. bottle bottle I forget, forest i forget what it's called yeah bottlehead forest or something like that but it's a super fun spot super cool but they start getting rudy onto this whole train like she is she is falling deep for matt and and it goes back to kind of what we we're just talking about which is matt the only logical even even keeled kind of dude on the show is kind of like i don't need to fall in love at first sight this is like He's focusing on his craft. He's fo- and he's he got some pretty big compliments during their performance mm-hmm. about how clean his guitar work is. And Rudy's got a tremendous voice. And so, like I said, if they don't win this, they need to get together and start traveling and get. Or if I'm a producer, maybe I'm looking at being like, I'm gonna give them a call. If they I don't. think I think Rudy recognized that after the they sang together, and even though she was pissed and she thought the performance was gonna suffer, but even when she even when she after singing with Shaggy, um, yes. which actually would be cool. I, I mean, <laughs> hey, they brought him up on stage. If you get to perform, I don't care if it's Shaggy or whoever it is, like, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm on stage with an actual artist. With I'm an like, actual Shaggy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, even when she said that she loved Matt, she's like, part of me is falling for you. That's even less committed yeah. than I think I'm falling for you. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. She's just started self-destructing because all of a sudden she put this unnecessary pressure. And I, I got online... Rudy has a lot of support in saying Matt was callous. And and I'm like, Rudy's nuts. Well, and this is what bothers me is that it's like, she's getting a lot of support. And I'm not saying she doesn't, des- like, she's okay, like, she's totally deserving to have those feelings if she's having those feelings. But Matt's also okay to not have those feelings. And again, did he say the right thing when she said that? No. Because what we were just talking about, the right thing to say is like, I really appreciate that. I am getting to a point where our relationship is still growing. We haven't known each other for that long. I don't use that L word yeah. lightly. I'm just not there yet, but I'm glad to know that that's where you are. And that doesn't mean anything different than how we're currently working together right now and yeah. how we're currently growing our relationship. I like you a lot. It's growing. Let's let it go there. And I will tell you if I get to that point where we're, we're like, I just, I think I feel like our culture has really put pressure on this. There's got to be the, do you love me so quick? So quick. And then you sing the song. Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? I'm in the mood. <laughs> Tell 
<laughs> so I so but even even that you know you have Trevor and Trevor is like I take that word super seriously. I have only said that to non-family two, two times yeah, in two my times. life. I'm like that's not a low number, bro. Like yeah. That's two different people that you've said the mm-hmm. L word to. Doesn't mean that you keep it sacred at 27. Two yeah, people at 27 of all things. Yeah, I mean, if you're like 70, it's like I've only said I love you to two people. That, in my that life. means you maybe used it in your last relationship that was like three years long. The one that you cheated on. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And the one before that, which you're probably 23. So, <laughs> which two, you probably cheated on I too. La- I laughed. He's like, I, that word sacred to me. I've only used it twice in my 27 years on <laughs> earth. Say like, okay, so you didn't tell your girlfriend you in high school you loved her, and I'll, and then you but you t- told your junior college. Okay, you so <laughs> yeah, junior college. So I, I just I you know, and Jamie's so she's so young, dude. Yeah, now you see it, you see it left and right. Oh, and she's so immature too. Mm-hmm. And that's what and, I'm saying. You see, you see it. <laughs> but oh, again, like that's the thing is like she's like. Again, her, at the very beginning of the show, her focus on Natasha and not on her performance or her relationship with Trevor was not the primary focus. It's like, girl, wake up. Who cares what Natasha's going to do? Yeah. Guess what? If, what was her name? Julia and Brandon and Julia and uh, Sheridan were cool. Yeah. Or she was child home. Whatever Natasha would have said wouldn't have mattered. No. Right? No. So guess what? You're tight with Trevor. Don't give a shy Nikes. Sh- Nikes. <laughs> I'm pulling out my Tommy boy. Don't give a Nikes what Natasha may or may not do. Yeah. Focus on you and Trevor. Focus on you and your performance. Work on your flipping song together. Yeah. You idiot. And Natasha's a secure enough woman where she doesn't, she doesn't care. She doesn't care two words. And and she is strictly business. I mean, like Ryan was struggling with like, I need to tell you I love you. And she like literally stopped him and said, You don't have to say that. And he's like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> like this is this is a business relationship. You know, like yep. so I think that it was intentionally edited to show that the love didn't shine through. But they're the again, they were the most talented artistic couple there yep. and that but the thing that made me laugh the most is that when Rudy finally made it to Vegas because her and Matt took a little bungalow overnight which is a power move in my book um, yeah. but then she goes and gets advice from Jamie why would you take advice from Jamie on anything <laughs> yes. like yeah I, I, I'm, I'm concerned that Jamie has issues brushing her teeth in front of a mirror <laughs> With, well, also let's look at Jamie's track record Every guy she's dated has cheated on her. Yes. And common denominator yes, is, her. is her. And it's like Which she, means she allows for a lot of crap. And she also has a bad choice in men. So let's just go there. But also, she I, I'm sorry, but I've got a couple buddies and I love them to death that are pretty much fresh out of college at like 24, 25. Yep. And I'm sorry, I'm not gonna ask them for advice on my marriage. No. <laughs> Not that not that Rudy's married or anything, but it's like, hey don't man, go, don't go to somebody five years younger than you. Be like, how do you do this relationship thing? Hey man, I know you're having issues with your wife, but the first thing you need to do is you have to see if O'Reilly's has flip night for twenty five cents per shot on a Tuesday, <laughs> and then if they do, we can go there and hang out. You need to tell your wife, I'm getting drunk with the boys, so you need to understand and, and give like, her a list of chores to do. <laughs> And you saw how much Jamie was struggling to tell Trevor anything. She's like, I personally wouldn't feel good not taking the opportunity to tell him how I feel. Yep. It's like, shut up. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-hmm. 
And you know the boys are like... Yeah, well, and Jamie's the one who get, puts the idea in Rudy's head to like basically give him an ultimatum. Or may, or in her own mind, place that, that plant, that seed that's like, if he's not there where you're at, it's not going to work. Like, I mean, theoretically, Jamie just did what Natasha did to Julia. Yeah. She was like... And, and I don't think that... I do not think that Jamie was smart enough nor mature enough to realize that that's what she was doing. But she was playing mind games with Rudy. Yeah. And, and, and Rudy, and it got into Rudy's, Rudy's head and, uh, you know, luckily their performance shined through, but that, so they had, so I also don't like about this show is that they have new judges each time. Mm. I like the I train guy. Them develop. I like the train guy. The train guy was actually honest. And constructive. And constructive. But you know, like you don't, he was actually pretty honest. It was like, you know what my favorite part is? He looked like he was so disinterested when listening. Yes. He's sitting there like... Well, he was nice. taking notes. I actually appreciate that. Well, that's what I'm, I, and I think his his nonverbals were actually just his concentration. Yeah. Like, he was paying attention. And he... And Ashley Simpson was there with her husband, Evan Ross, who looks like he's Justin Bieber post-rehab. Like, well, I, I don't understand what that relationship... I don't know anything about them, though. I don't know anything about them either. I didn't care to know, which goes to tell you what kind of artists they are. But, <laughs> but you know, like, I don't. They're under- enough to get budgeted for the show. Let's just call it's it that. true. <laughs> and I, I just didn't understand how. Why I don't understand why Trevor takes a backseat to Jamie when Jamie is not the stronger singer of no. the two. And while they're both mediocre, he is definitely better than she is. Well, she has one tone. Mm-hmm. Like she can't inflect up or down. It is the She's same. She's got no t- vibrato. She she cannot do anything with her voice. So I I don't know. I just you know I I don't know, man. I, and maybe a part of it's like listening to her on a regular basis that it's like she's annoying. So I don't like listening to her sing either now. But like, I mean, we already knew she wasn't that great. Couldn't hold the tempo. Like we talked about them in the very first episodes, but. I listen to her and I just get like, ugh. I, I, I have massive, I pull a muscle in my retina by rolling my eyes so hard whenever I hear her, like them start singing. I'm just, I'm sick and tired of it. She's been on a date every single episode so far. Yeah. She's not that good. No. She's, they're somehow still making it through and I hate the commentary by the Bachelor plugins that they do for every episode for these judges. I just, I just don't, I'm like over them. I'm kind of, I'm over this show at this point. Yeah, well, and the, Thank God it's only a six episode deal or whatever, because we're finally the finals where hopefully they, if, if they win, if I'm Matt, never if, watching any future show of this because it's so staged. If Matt or and Rudy don't win at this point, mm-hmm. now that Natasha and Ryan are gone. And like, and I, I, I know I've kind of slowly and more recently just introduced you to the, uh, civil war or civil wars, the, uh, Marvel. No, no, the, 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 kind of countries band they were a, oh. they were not a couple but they were a, a duo got it and they harmonized so well together and like that's what matt and rudy remind they're not as good don't get me wrong the civil wars were so much better but they remind me of that the way they harmonize off each other and they are fantastic and there's definitely a market for people that are waiting for another couple like that and like they're the only plausible like and chris and brie are great don't get me wrong i just they're just not good enough there's just nothing special about what comes out of both of them? No, not that, not that individually maybe they can't get something going. I like think Chris has a lot of talent. I love Chris. Yeah, I just don't think I think Brie is definitely the weaker of the two. Yeah, and I think Brie on her own doesn't have that it like the it factor. There's not that soul factor that hits you when you, when you hear her sing. It's just not there, in my opinion. 
correct. But she's not bad. She just doesn't. There's there's lacking the there's a lacking there of that soul or that hit factor. I I agree. Um, so Natasha and and Matt and Ryan go home. Unfortunately, which I mean they also, they took an artistic risk, which is why I feel like they need to have the same judges each week over a week because if you were to balance their entire portfolio based off that one you would see you would see that Jamie and Trevor have been consistently bad to mediocre mm-hmm. and you would have them being phenomenal phenomenal disjointed didn't work but they're still and Natasha owns up to it and I, I, li- I like that about her a lot she's uh there I think part of the reason why it seemed broken down was she handed him a microphone and it seemed like it was early when he had the guitar on yeah and I think what happened is he was supposed to have an engagement where he was supposed to sing and she stole, not stole, but she, she, she messed up and she sang that next verse. And so he's just sitting there with a mic in his hand trying to pluck along on the guitar to do something. Well, if you watch it, because I rewinded it to figure out what, because it did look weird. It did. They couldn't get the stand to work. Oh, so she grabbed his mic. I didn't mic. catch that. She grabbed his mic and then it just kind of screwed everything up. And it was up downhill because, from there. Yeah. And, and then, I mean, I thought they finished well. Um, but, but like you said, to your point, if you'd seen them progress and then it's like, all right, well, dude, you, you rolled an ankle on this one. Yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, and again, I liked kind of like the Latin groove vibe that they put on that, that song. Yeah. Like I, it was, it showed creativity. It showed they mixed it up and it showed that they have the power to not only change something up completely, but also make it sound good. Mm-hmm. I don't, I so they go home. That ends the episode. They're going to Nashville next. Um, Which is Jamie's hometown. She is it? Real. Yeah. Uh-oh. That's why she was like, I knew it. <laughs> We're going to go in my bathroom. So, <laughs> I think she's from, not, I don't know if she's like legit from Nashville, but she's living in Nashville before okay. she jumped on. Well, that ends the episode. Uh, each episode we have two stones to give. Alex misses Q. Uh, oh, naturally. <laughs> and uh, two stones meaning that the show was good and enjoyable. Zero stones meaning actor castration is actually favorable to watch in this particular episode. Um, and then also, we also have the meaty scale. So, Alex, where does it fall on your the stone? The new meaty scale brought to you by Arby's. Yeah. Just kidding. Arby's is not sponsored this. Arby's is not sponsored <laughs> the show. This was as meaty as a uh, vegan Thanksgiving. So, uh, <laughs> I give this... Zero stones. Also, by the way, this was pretty dumb to watch, in my opinion. Yep. Again, like, like I said, the first a- first hour, I forgot I was even taking notes because I was so bored and just wondering why I was watching. Picked up my phone, texted. I think I was texting you, being like, "This is so boring." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but that was half of the episode. So like, that's automatically not one stone right there, right? So yep. at most, I'm sitting at one stone. And then again, it just it's, it's the Trevor and Jamie show and they somehow find a way to make it again. And a good a good couple that actually has talent goes home. I'm just like, yep. it was just frustrating. It, like if you've been watching and investing your time in this series, it was a very frustrating episode to watch. I'm right there with you. I'm over the series. I'm hoping they, they decide this, to never pick this one up again. Yeah. Uh, I also give it zero stones. Um, this is bad. <laughs> I I don't know what to say. It was Jamie bad. <laughs> it was Jamie bad. It was slow. <laughs> it was stupid. It did had no practical advice. Um, no meaningful conversations. No one in that entire Las Vegas was social distancing. 
Um, cause this is right when Corona was coming on the shore. Yeah. Um, uh, that doesn't make me give it zero stones. It was just a bad episode. <laughs> um, it was just an observation. Yeah, just an observation. I just, I, I don't know. I, like I said, unless this finale wows me, I don't know. But which, I know which that. I think you would agree. The only thing would be if Matt and Rudy win. Yeah. And I know, down. I know that Natasha's doing well because a lot of people are starting to follow her now. Good. On, and she she's deserves it. She's really, voice. she's really talented. So, yep. Uh, hopefully some good will come for it. Hopefully Matt and Rudy find something. Hopefully Bree and, Bree and Chris find each other, and hope he, hopefully Trevor and Jamie just disappear and we don't have to see them again. But <laughs> it's back, back zero stones for this episode. Um, yep, zero out of four. We haven't had that in a while. Yeah, um, and it's also not media. It's as media as a, as a vegan, vegan Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I like that. Um, all right. Well, be sure to follow us on Twitter at RO Stones Guys on Instagram at RO Stones Guys. We post memes on a, I don't know, weekly basis, I guess at this point, <laughs> Alex. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I'll follow us on Twitter, uh, to keep up with the show. We'd love to have it be a part of it. So if you want to be a part of the show, uh, let us know and we can get you in here. We have some really exciting, uh, things coming up here in the near future. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of good guests, uh, who have, uh, we've booked to join us. So, uh, stay tuned for that. And, um, again, don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, uh, all that. So we're going to be signing off. Hope you guys have a great week and talk to you later. Y'all take care.